0: Hi everyone, I'm Kevin, the producer of this podcast, and this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Now today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We are coming up on our 100th episode of Hyphenated, and I've been wanting to look back at some of the past episodes of the last year and a half almost two years, that Hyphenated has been uh, on the air. Specifically the things that didn't make it onto the air. In a time that I've been producing Hyphenated, which wasn't from the beginning, uh, I've been saving certain clips, putting them aside, conversations that just had to be cut for time, or went too far off the topic for it to fit in the episode anymore. But first we're going to start with some bloopers. You know, moments when the outside world interrupted the recording, or when Jenny and Joanna couldn't stop making each other laugh. And hopefully it'll give you a little bit of insight into the behind the scenes of producing this podcast.
1: Okay, I'm recording. Yeah, I'm recording. Hi, everyone. I'm Joanna. Oh, very loud. Sorry. Hi, everyone. I'm Joanna. And I'm Jenny. And this is Hyphenated, the podcast about living in the hyphen. Oh, God. The podcast about... Wow. All right. Hi everyone, I'm Joanna. Oh fuck, me up the booty. (laughs) Up the booty. Okay, that's a phobia I have actually. Alright, um. Mm. uh, (laughs)
2: Mm. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, my dog got up and you know how that goes. Hold on. Oh
1: my god, little Delilah.
2: Also, sorry, guys, I got to pause for real, real fast because I have 7% battery and I can't find my charger. Okay. And now I'm worried that I left it at Patty's house in Florida. Uh,
0: Oh no. If, if, if you can't find it, can you switch to your phone?
2: I mean, I have 7%, so I think, I think we're getting there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I'll just let you know if it's getting at like 2%. Oof,
0: Okay. We lost her. I think, I think that was perfect. We got everything. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was like
1: a thriller. It was like, we have 6%. <clears throat> She's, She's gone. gone. I freaking love this saying. Um, and I want to make it go ultra viral. And the saying is, feo que un tiro te un ascensor, which is he's uglier than a shooting in an elevator. And like, I know it's violent and grotesque and horrible. And but but the way that people say si- Huh? Escalator.
0: What about it? It's
1: not elevator, it's escalator. No, ascensor. She said ascensor, elevator.
0: Elevador is elevator. Ascensor is an escalator. But
2: but to no, some Latinos, it is Latinos, not. It is no, it is ascensor
1: not. is Incorrect. elevator.
3: Correct.
1: Ascensor is elevator. Yeah. Ascensor elevator. is elevator, dude. <laughs> Do you want to say? It's another word. Oh, okay, okay. Ascensor is elevator. Okay, I always thought that thing, is elevator. And,
0: like like, people get shot up, and then they get crunched by the escalator. That's, what, that's how I always write it. But yeah, sorry, no, but no.
1: Th- wow. The producer interrupts to question the definition of ascensor. Look at how you're looking, like, now. You're looking like a Delilah falling off the <laughs> stairs, trying to get attention for no reason and kamikazzing yourself into your own explanation. I cannot ascensor right now. Ascensor means
2: elevator. Sorry, the musiquita from my washing machine is playing. So Oh, okay. <laughs> I wish I could talk to it like I do to Alexa and be like, "Shut up, girl."
0: I wish you could program the musiquita of, of
3: the washer jars. Mine is like a ver a, a jingle that's 30 seconds too long. It's like 45 it, seconds. It goes like, too long. It, I would it, love se- for it to be like, you know, 20 se- seconds. Se- yeah, no.
2: It's like no. having its moment. It's solo. Um <laughs> Anyway, um <laughs> Yeah, like going off of what you just said. Hold on a second, Kevin. Apparently mm-hmm. a bunch of people think that I had a baby. What? Because I posted about my best friend Patty's photography service. <laughs> and I included a photo of her baby.
0: And they think it's your baby? Yes. Also, wouldn't the people realize that you weren't pregnant for the last nine months?
2: My, Because my, my aunt just texted me and was like, Jenny, did you have a baby or adopt one? I was like... Jill No What happened? People think that that's my baby
0: I mean, is it? I'm just kidding
2: So, but, but Go ahead No, no, go, no, finish your no, thought you, No, no,
1: please, you go No, like, but, but you had a thought No, 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 I'll remember it I'm writing it down
2: Oh, because, alright Because <laughs> I was to a comment about our ADHD I'm like, Joanna, are you sure you're going to remember? I'm not,
1: I'm, I think I already forgot it Wait, I'm I'm writing oh, it down fuck. Wait Uh, Oh, I remember. Okay, go ahead. (laughs) Kevin's like, fuck, editing this is going to be a nightmare.
0: And it was a nightmare. Whichever episode that was, I'm sure it was probably a nightmare to edit. Coming up now are the outtakes. Now, these are conversations that almost made it into the episodes. Most of these were edited and ready to go. They were just made the episode too long or just deviated too much and will ultimately cut but i saved them because i knew that they were actually fun or interesting or informative and i figured we can use them again in the future first up is an outtake from the episode where jenny and joanna talk about their years in school and about being popular and being pretty or not
1: i i always thank god i was ugly till i was like old I'm 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 oh, yeah. still getting was, hot. You know what I mean? I was but, not I was
2: not a good-looking kid either.
1: Uh, because but the I, was, moment, but I was
2: still outgoing.
1: Because I um, I I always thank the Lord that I wasn't one of those girls that were just born looking like an American doll, like like these girls that were just like gorgeous and so they they were automatically popular. I yeah,
2: just because of their looks, yeah.
1: And I I remember. Wanting it so bad And I know for a fact If I had been hot Since that was This is weird to say Since I was eight <laughs> If I would have been A hot eight year old Like from eight to <laughs> Seven If I have been Just like super fucking hot um, I, I for sure would have Just been like Oh this is easy I don't need to be good at uh, No
2: I agree And honestly People always Like people are always like Jenny don't say that About your I'm like girl Let me be self deprecating It's fun I oh don't God, please Like trust me I'm I do comedy. Leave me alone. Let me make fun of myself. I, I like, you know, you know, how people get when you like make fun of yourself. I don't know why. Like, oh, my God. But no, I'm like, shut up. Let me hate myself, please. It's funny. Um,
1: and I- if I hate myself, you can't because I, I got it on you. It's like it's like someone that brings <laughs> up like a like a massive like water gun. And it's like, yeah, I'm and then you're just like, fuck it. And you get yourself wet. Shh. You're yes, like, yeah, dude. I'm just I'm just bro. I'm just going to I'm going to jump in the pool. What are you going to do? Get me more... That's All what self-deprecation exactly.
2: is. Yeah, and I, I honestly enjoy it. And uh, and just like you, I'm glad. I'm glad I was like an average-looking, mediocre kid. And I'm glad I'm still average-looking. I do comedy. I'm not here for people to masturbate to. If you still want to do that, I know some people probably do to Abuela, and that's fine. You do you, <laughs> boo-boo. But, you know... um, abuela's
1: hot girl like
2: abuela abuela's hot she just is it's confusing because she looks real young and hot for being 70 something but um (laughs) but i'm always like dude thank god first of all it's a lot of pressure to to be a hot person second of all i don't care anymore i'm married i (laughs) again obviously i try my best to look good for my husband but you know what i mean i'm not like i'm not dating i'm not trying to be a supermodel i'm not trying to be an ingenue leading lady in a romantic film. No, thank you. I just want to be the weirdo in everything I do. And I appreciate having weird features as a comedian. I am I am good with this.
1: I feel like I'm in a peak when I can be ridiculous in public and people are like, oh, she's just an old lady. It's all right.
2: Yeah, that's you when know what you I truly mean? Peak. That, that is truly what peaking is. Yeah, like
1: pe- people like when I'm just like, oh, what's up, Pa Paul? Pa, pa. I do that now, and people are like, uh. <laughs> but but if I do that when I'm like eighty, people are like, that a, that's a quirky eighty-year-old. That's when I yeah. peak I think you're Blue gonna peak hair. too. Oh, yeah. for
2: sure. I'm gonna have all kinds of hair colors. It's gonna be freaking glorious.
1: It's gonna be, and you're gonna be so little. Yeah, I'm gonna be
2: shorter than Sophia Petrillo.
1: Oh my god! Can't wait. And you're gonna be I'm Dorothy.
2: Gonna, you're going yeah, like to yeah. Dor- be Arthur's height. Yeah.
1: For sure going to have scoliosis. I'm too tall yeah. to live very long. So <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm just going to like wither away but st- like be like a like a like a <laughs> stick mannequin that just has clothes hanging off of it. It's just going to be me. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> Next up is from a recent episode, an interview with the Gregory Brothers who sangify all our favorite viral moments.
3: I will say most of our comics were devoted to a specific comic that we held in such low regard, a comic strip called Gil Thorpe that was like a soap opera comic. About... You know how you have the like two serious comics
0: when you used to have a paper funny pages? You'd There would be like the Charlie Browns and whatever at the top of the page. And then down at the bottom, they'd always have Two serious ones that were like, yeah. soap oh, I don't offers.
1: know this. No, I didn't, Mary, I didn't know this.
0: Mary Worth, Judge Parker, Gilthorpe.
3: Apartment 5e. Gilthorpe wasn't even that well known, but we had it in our paper. It was a soap opera about high school sports. I used to watch Friday Night Lights with my friends every Monday night when it came out, and I would Very say, like, similar. I would say, like, this is like every plot that happens in Friday Night Lights is happening in Gilthorpe. And they'd be like, no way, no way there's been an abortion in Gilthorpe. And I'd be like, oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's been oh, an abortion yeah. in Gilthorpe. But, uh, it, it Those were really our best work, but it weirdly, as so many, th- like what happens when you start to really love something ironically, Joanna? If you love something ironically for long enough for uh, long, You start loving it for real. Story, yep, yep. You start to love it for real. And uh, the next- thing only yeah. become sincerity. And the next thing you know, I became an actual character in the comic strip Gilthorpe. If you go back into the late 90s, early 2000s, there's a character named Andrew Gregory. Andrew's
0: skipping about- two steps yeah, couple two, three sp- steps couple three steps in this story where he started writing fan mail to, right, so the, author fan mail to Gil the author of Gilthorpe oh he started running God. he started running fan mm-hmm. online forums for Gilthorpe and then Andrew Gregory became, became a, character. a character that he in mo- the that strip. he mocked me
3: with he mocked the author mocked me with the character but we're Twitter mutuals in the late 2000s he came to me and, and he let me i don't think he's i don't I don't think this is like I wasn't like credited on the strip unfortunately <laughs> but he had me help him write a storyline. And that was like, <gasps> then I, honestly, then I kind of quit reading Gil Thorpe because I was like, I've, I've You'll ascended. never do better. Yeah. I've ascended. I helped him write And that
1: is a your villain Gil origin Thorpe. story. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's it. This is it. Oh yeah, my who needs, God. Who needs to collage? Who needs to collage Gil Thorpe when you're just writing the stories?
0: And now you're going to hear from an episode where Jenny and I discuss getting picked on for being geeks and nerds.
2: So let's talk about A moment in time where we were shamed for being geeks. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can think of two that were kind of similar, so I'll combine them. It was around Mm -hmm. the same time too. I think this was back in 2008. Um, I was a part of a lot of cosplay community events in Miami. and. This specific event um, was not happening in October. It was not Halloween-related. And I was I was cosplaying. I think I was dressed like Ramona Flowers. and But this mm-hmm. event was taking place, I think, in, like, Wynwood, you know, which, you know, there's a lot of clubs and bars and stuff like that. And it was at night, and me and my friends were walking around dressed in costume. And there was this fucking Miami bro, like, with his friends. Yeah. And he passes us, and he's like... It's not Halloween, bro. I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> Thank you. Like, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is one of the many reasons why I had such a hard time in Miami. Because I'm like, come on, yeah. guys. Just get a little sparkle in your life.
0: And the irony is that the way that people dress in Miami to other people in the rest of the world, they dress like they're in oh, Halloween bro, all the time. Oh, for real. Too. Hilarious.
2: I'm like, okay, so there's yeah. that, right? Then it was actual, the other memory I have that's, like, kind of similar, but this actually took place on Halloween. This is the biggest mistake for me. (laughs) So, you know the movie Coraline, which was uh, Mm -hmm. originally a book. Um, So, Coraline, I think, is still one of the most underrated stop-motion films. It's beautiful, it's amazing, it's hella creepy, but it's great. Wonderful soundtrack, too. So I became obsessed with Coraline. She had all these awesome looks in the film. I always try to think out of the box with my cosplays, and I decided to do a cosplay of hers that wasn't done as often. Um, So I chose, and this is obviously for Coraline fans who know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it's this like beautiful blue turtleneck with glow-in-the-dark stars, and she has her short blue wig and her little dragonfly clip, and like black pants and these like shiny blue boots. But again, keep in mind this is Miami in South Beach on Halloween. If you haven't done a Miami mm-hmm. Halloween, you basically have to be naked. Like with a little with a little mm-hmm. like mango leaf covering your pee. That's that is mm-hmm. basically yeah. Halloween in Miami. You <laughs> <laughs> It is very unimaginative. It's very like I'm a sexy yeah. toll booth operator. Like That's it. That's it. That is it. Nalgas and tetas hanging out. And so here comes me in a fucking turtleneck in Miami humidity, walking around South Beach, looking like a total nerd, but in very accurate Coraline cosplay. Mm. But I was walking by myself, and I passed these, like, super sexy, attractive, half-naked... Miami Halloweeners Halloweeners (laughs) we're such children there's a lot of Halloweeners (laughs) out and about flopping in the wind um (laughs) and and yo they didn't say anything to me but they looked at me like I was an alien creature from Mm -hmm. another planet they were like, they looked at mm-hmm. me up and down and I, I felt so self-conscious. They're like, una like, what's wrong with this nerd? Oh, I cannot believe. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> ew, what a loser. You know, so they didn't even have to say anything. It was very clear that they thought I was a fucking nerd, you know, a fucking loser. <laughs> Okay, I didn't have my tetas <laughs> hanging out, and I was in a fucking turtleneck. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they were probably, like, the first story was, like, it's not Halloween, and were probably, these guys were probably, like, it's Halloween. <laughs> you should be dressed up in a Wear sexy... Wear your titty
2: tassels, girl.
0: You can be Coraline, but you have to be a sexy Coraline.
2: Exactly. So I should have had, like, a crop top turtleneck with, like, my tetas, but, like, my tetas hanging out under the turtleneck. Under the crop turtleneck mm-hmm. with the two glow in the dark stars on my titties, yeah, and like yeah. a little skirt, and then like my little blue boots, yeah. That is the version of Coraline that I should have been.
0: Exactly.
2: Woo! <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> this next deleted conversation was from an episode where Jenny and Joanna were discussing Latin American sayings, and Joanna just started talking about something else entirely.
1: Well, this is this reminds me a little bit. Of the Barbara Streisand effect. Do you know the Barbara Streisand effect? Mm, not sure. So now it's not necessarily a saying, but you know, there's something called the Barbara Streisand effect, and it's it basically means that when you try to cover something up, then you bring more light into it. It's almost like if I came, if you came into my house and I was like, "Oh my god, don't go into the second bedroom. The second bedroom's a mess," and it's like I don't want you to look at it. And then you're like, "Well, if you didn't tell me, I wouldn't have known that your second bedroom was a mess." you're making me wanna look at the second bedroom. Barbara Streisand, like a few years ago, she she wanted to like stop people from being able to take pictures of her house and of her like you know, cliff. She has a cliff in her house. And so like she like started fighting like with lawyers and stuff about her privacy, but no one was looking for her. They were just taking pictures of this random cliff. And then now everyone knows where Barbara Streisand lives because she wanted to cover up where she lived and made a huge like deal about making it like private property, not letting people come close to her cliff or whatever. So the Barbara Streisand effect is when you try to cover something up but in, in trying to cover it up, you bring more light to it. Um, so I think the Barbara Streisand effect right now is an effect, but it might become an idiom. It might become a saying, like, Oh my god, don't be a Barbara Streisand. Like so true. Which is like sad. And you know, she's so talented and wonderful, but you know, she did do this thing and now everyone's (laughs) like, Oh, Barbara Streisand effect means something completely different than your talent. Yeah,
0: that's that's wild dude. The next outtake is from when Joanne and I discussed fun facts that we knew. We had so many fun facts that we ended up cutting out a whole bunch of them. There's actually another one coming up later. This one says less about time and more about just how kind of we assume that things ended sooner than than they did. So the last execution by guillotine in France, like the French love the guillotine.
1: Wait, I, I think I know what it is. I think I okay. know what it is. You want to okay, say wait, it? is it? Wait, is it? Wait, no, I'm wrong. OK, no, you go. You go.
0: The last uh, execution by guillotine in France happened a few months after Star Wars premiered. They were still <laughs> guillotining people in France up until 1977. Like this was just a way that they executed people.
1: That is an, a missed episode opportunity of that 70 show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you know, yeah, <laughs> speaking about the 70s, because 70s was like the decade before I was born. But like women couldn't like open up their own credit card account until yeah. 1974. Yeah. Like people that are like only like 15 years older than me live in a time where women couldn't go and open up a credit card account without their husbands. Right.
0: yeah. I think we forget how close a lot of these things were to us. Like the, there's always, the, the, there's the picture from, those famous pictures from when they were desegregating colleges and you see like the black student walking, you know, uh, and then there's like these angry other students behind them, like white students who are yelling and stuff. And we think, OK, this is people will tend to think like, oh, this is such a long time ago. Those people behind those students, they're like in their 60s today. They're like yeah, and like they're
1: voting right. and they're voting.
0: But we we'd like to think that, oh, it's black and white. It was a long time ago. Like those people were dead. No, like this is like that that young woman in that picture, the, the black student, like she's around and she's like my mom's age. And she's like, you know, like she's not even like an old lady. She's like in her 60s, like, you know. And I think people, I think we forget that we kind of like put these weird assumptions about time, you know?
1: Yeah, I remember, I know that there there was like Lucille Ball and Carol Burnett and stuff like that, like these very iconic female comedians from, from before I was born. Mm-hmm. But I remember like Bridesmaids, like speaking about women in comedy, I remember it being an issue, like women women. Like, are women funny? Women aren't funny. And it's still a conversation today, but yeah. it isn't as widespread as it was until like Bridesmaids came out, which was like mm-hmm. no time ago. I remember in my like teens and early 20s being like, can a, can, a woman? <laughs> can I do this? And it's like, now it's like, no, of course you can. Like, of course yeah. you can. Like we, and, and within our generation, we've always could. And it's like, no, actually we absolutely not. It was like, there was only one at a time.
0: This next outtake is interesting because... Jenny and Joanna are discussing the weather and seasons. And Joanna breaks out into song, not once, but twice. It always pains me to cut out Joanna's singing. But here it is.
2: Yeah, I didn't experience a solitary season in Miami other than (laughs) fucking hot
1: hell. Hot hell or just like normal hell? I don't
2: (laughs) even want to call it summer. That is not summer. That is some tropical sweaty
1: balls tropical sweaty balls tropical (laughs) sweaty balls your next vacation go to tropical sweaty balls an incredible all-inclusive resort (laughs) in Miami (laughs) sweaty
2: werewolves um I'm so disgusting uh yeah so I do experience compared to Miami I do feel seasons in LA people might think I'm freaking out of it for saying that you're absolutely
1: psychotic Jenny feel but it's, the seasons
2: but- here absolutely do I do not feel them in <laughs> Miami Miami is just Miami is literally just hot humid heat and rain over and over again just like humid humid hot hot humid humid hot hot some rain oh it's sh- it's shining now rain again just kidding here's a hurricane like yeah that's all it is it's just this very tropical environment but in LA we do kind of have or trees change. I have some oak trees in my neighborhood and like they start losing their leaves in the winter. They turn brown and yellow in the fall. So we do have some of that in the spring. We have these gorgeous like floral trees that bloom and like purple and pink. So we do have some of that and it does snow. Like I could literally drive two hours away and there's like, boom, here's snow. Miami, I yeah, right. Where am I going to see that in Florida? N- absolutely nowhere. Um, So... <laughs> I do feel, compared to Miami at least, seasons out here. So that, that does help. You see other white powders yes. in Miami. It's a different white Christmas
1: in it's Miami. It's a different um. white Christmas.
0: <laughs> here is our second outtake from the Fun Facts episode. In this case, John and I just start talking about the different ways that we learned in school.
1: I remember one of my favorite days in chemistry class in high school, which was um, the only day in class I enjoyed. Um, We did this experiment and basically like read a story out loud where, I don't know, it was one of those reenactments where we we were pirates on a ship and I was like, what the fuck do pirates on a ship have anything to do with chemistry? Like what's going on? And it was this like we were we were all in this boat and people kept on dying and they would we would change our diets and see who would not die, who would die, what yeah. was going on. And and so then, you know, I was like, I don't understand what one simulation of pirates on a boat will teach us anything about, like, the greater mystery that is, you know, chemistry in the natural world. And then what ended up happening was I learned about the concept of scurvy, which is, you know, pirates on these really long um, treks through, through the ocean, their diets were really limited, and they started, like, losing their teeth and getting really ill and stuff, and they couldn't figure out why. And after some trial and error, what we found in class and what, like, historians found out, or scientists of the time, which I don't know if scientists really existed at that time. I think there were three and they were called witches. <laughs> but um, they they found out that like the lack of citric or acidic food, like, um, you know, oranges and limes and lemons causes deficiency in vitamins and, and minerals and stuff that cause scurvy to happen. So that's an example of like, I really function well understanding the micro to understand the macro.
3: Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: bad at macro, which is why I'm like bad at calculus. Because calculus is like, fucking numbers in a graph i'm like tell me a story about like and 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 you know what's interesting kevin the Mm -hmm. only time i was able to like pass math in college was when it i took a a class called math for psychology majors because then all the calculus and algebra was linked to people and like cases so then it no longer felt like abstract so anyway that's a long fucking monologue for us to you know
0: no, it makes sense in 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 school when we would do math problems and it was like this times this times this and and then you would do word problems that was like a train carrying like those kind of made more sense to me because I can conceptualize them as mm-hmm. things versus and I think that's how eventually I got good at like algebra was like I stopped I stopped seeing those as numbers and started seeing them as like people or relationships like oh the number the x means that these two numbers are like they're going to do this to each other and then like when you bring it over to this side that's like, they're moving. And he's like, "Like I gave them personalities. I needed to give them a story uh, and facts behind the You needed to storytell
1: your algebra. Yes. Like, X yeah. is such a fucking bitch that yeah. she needs to be by herself on the other side of the equal side. Yeah.
0: <laughs> zero yeah. gets along with nobody. Yeah. And, and anything times zero is just nothing. So, you know, that's. <laughs> Next up is an outtake from an episode where Jenny and I talk about the creation of her web series Abuela's Family, which she and I co-write and co-direct together. If you happen to be listening to this podcast on Thursday, November 10th, or early on Friday, November 11th, and are in the South Florida area, we want to invite you to a screening of some of our Abuela's Family episodes at the Fort Lauderdale International Film Festival. Jenny and I will be there on Friday, November 11th at nine thirty p.m. There are other screenings, scheduled during the festival but that's the only one where she and i will be in attendance just visit fliff.com that's f-l-i-f-f.com and search abuela's family and buy your tickets and then so the example of that of like something that just kind of happened and then became something else was the with primo kevin (laughs) where (laughs) the thanksgiving video
2: the first one we ever did
0: and she had this joke of like, the cousin that you, that's always at your party that you don't know. You're always meeting these cousins that you've never met, but apparently you know them forever. We were shooting, it was Jenny, me, and Christina, our camera woman, and Jenny was just like, okay, well you're gonna play the cousin.
2: Yes, because that Thanksgiving video was more, it was sort of like a moments inventory, which is something mm-hmm. we kind of, it was a type of format we did at BuzzFeed. It was just like moment to moment to moment of like relatable things within a specific theme. And so this was like the theme was Laritza survives a Cuban sungiving." And it was like all the things that can happen in a Cuban sanggiving. Um And so one of them being you always find that one cousin that you don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. And is he even a cousin? F- I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I think you told me that I improvised the line. When Flor thinks that you are Laritza's boyfriend, Larissa's mm-hmm. like, no, apparently this is my cousin, Kevin. Mm-hmm. And then Marucci says the popular <laughs> quote, <laughs> Yeah. And that was it. You guys, this has become. This has gone out of hand. The popularity of Gen Carajo is Kevin has skyrocketed, <laughs> and so we still don't know who Kevin is. But now it's like we have so much fun in every video that he's in, dropping in hints of his background, mm-hmm. what he does, who's he related to. Yes. He lives like this crazy lifestyle. So it's like, primo Kevin, which is funny because we named them after you. <laughs>
0: at the time i didn't think i was gonna be any more videos this was a one time joke this was a one time joke and i think i'm just sitting there and i go it's me your cousin kevin and that's just what ended <laughs> up being in the video and then yeah i think the quien carajos kevin thing might have just been a thing that you just said on the spot as maruchi
2: yeah bro people people love it people yeah. I, and we're always i'm always so happy about these like happy accidents that occur that somehow work out or yeah. like whether it's a line of dialogue or a creative choice or you know imp- something that was yes. improvised it's like it, it that's the magic of of content creation
0: and the magic of also collaboration like i think that yes. it's it's this sort of stuff doesn't happen if you're not working with other people if you're on your own it's hard to have happy accidents because things don't come together the same way um, yeah i think also as somebody who very... I, I grew up with TV. I love television. And now that I'm doing this, I realize a lot of, like, shows are great because of that. Like, even, you know, I Love Lucy. They're One of the things I, I Love Lucy's famous for is that they showed the first uh, pregnancy. And it was literally because, like, Lucy Obama got pregnant. And then they made the, 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 the network. They didn't want... They wanted to, like, hide it. And they're like, no, nope, we're gonna do it. Either that or we're off the air.
2: Mm-hmm. And then that's
0: how it happened. Like, they never planned for that to be the show that had the first pregnancy, but they did. And there's a certain freedom to say, let's do this and let's see what comes from this. Let's see what comes out from this thing. And it makes it like a living thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if we had written out, like, all these years of sketches in advance, it wouldn't have been this much fun or this good, you know? Yeah. Our next and final outtake comes from an episode where Jenny and Joanna discuss their experience with being bullied in school. Originally, that episode was going to end with them talking about times when they might have been the bully. Enjoy.
2: Okay, so before we go, we should try to be self-aware in this moment and try to recall a time where we were the bullies. Okay. And why you think we did what we did mm-hmm. to hurt this person's feelings.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Selective memory, man. <laughs> My brain is I like, you know. were wonderful your whole life.
2: <laughs> yeah. I... um. Certainly, I think the one time that I for sure was a bully was in middle, not middle school. It was elementary school. And there was this kid named Nelson. And he was a weird kid. Um But he did things to annoy people on purpose. Like, I'm sorry, like little boys, man.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: They do some shit, bro. And I, I don't think... I don't think I ever made fun of him to his face or anything, but I do think I tattled on him a lot because he bothered so much that I was always like, that's not bullying
1: Jenny. That's being a narc.
2: Yeah, I was a narc. (laughs) Um, Yeah, dude, I'm trying to remember. I mean, I think, I mean, I definitely made fun of him for sure. I made fun of him a ton with my friends, but I don't recall ever doing it straight to his face is the only thing. I, I feel like I never had the guts or the heart to do that. But I did always find something weird about him to make fun of. But I just don't know if I said it ever to his face. Maybe he was aware of it. Um, He could have been aware of it. I don't know how slick I was. But I do, I remember feeling guilty about it later. I felt guilty about doing that because I knew how bad it felt to be bullied. Mm -hmm. Um, So I did feel bad about it though.
1: Okay, that's good. You're redeemed. You're (laughs) redeemed. Um, I think, one time I, I was guilty of bullying was I went on a school trip to Margarita Island and my guy friends bought weed from a this random guy on the beach. Not a smart idea, it probably was just honestly it was probably grass. Um and the 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 like I wanted to hang out with them. Like I had a lot of guy friends and they just like wouldn't let me hang with them and I was so fucking pissed and hurt. So I devised a plan. Um I called their hotel room. Hablando así, hola, esta es la policía de sip Estamos abajo, en planta baja de este hotel y tenemos que eh, inmediatamente buscar en su cuarto si hay marihuana. Um, so I did that. They had a, they had a panic. Attack. O sea, como que they they threw the marijuana away. They thought they were going to go to jail. They lost their, like, lloraron. They had a, it, it, it was atrocious. It was, it was horrible. I, and meanwhile, me and my friends are laughing our asses off. We laughed and we, like, made fun of them and like in retrospect like that's a really mean thing to do like that was really fucking mean to me it's hilarious but it was really mean (laughs) so jose carlo felipe bruno leo i'm i'm really sorry that i did that to you i actually don't know if they know it was me i think to this day they think that the police was actually downstairs and never came up and and this is me admitting it was me the entire time I pretended to be a police officer that was going to confiscate your fake weed and take you to jail. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. I did something similar to my best friend, Jesse. Um, but I wouldn't consider that bullying because we both laughed about it. But I did feel, I did feel guilty. She fell in love with me because I pretended to be my cousin, Carlos.
1: <gasps> you catfished had a very, your friend?
2: I catfished my friend. With a cousin?
1: Someone I called to be
2: Neve. On MTV, <laughs> I pretended to be my cousin Carlos. I had a—I mean, I've always had a deep voice, and I had an even deeper voice as a kid for some reason. Um, and I was really able—I could go really low. And I was like, "Hey, girl,
1: oh, dude, me, dude, me, Jenny, me, and you should have like, dude, <laughs> characters like, hey, man, what's up? My name is Connor, uh, and this is my bro." <laughs> This is my bro, j Uh yeah, This is like, a podcast. Up, this is a podcast about being bros and fucking hoes. You know what I mean? <laughs> I already hate our male
2: counterparts. They suck. I bet you, uh, your voice is probably really deep in the morning. Like, mine is intensely deep.
1: Dude, I, like, straight up could audition for dude roles, like, straight up. I can go real low, man. I'm like Tony Braxton low.
0: I hope you enjoyed this bloopers and outtakes episode. If we get to 200 episodes, we might just do another. Until then, I'll leave you with this last peek behind the scenes of how we make the podcast. Mm
1: -hmm. Ah! (laughs) I think that's the perfect ending, Kevin. (laughs) Yeah, just Joanna screaming. (laughs) (laughs) Just
0: (laughs) Jenny, can I'm sorry, I don't mean to fake this, but like, can you do a little thing right now where you just laugh because I that way I can. Put it. Just okay. do like a laugh because you, you were doing it, but you weren't laughing, and I need that audio.
1: Okay, you're gonna fake laughing Jenny, it's not even a fake laugh. No, you started faking it, and then you're like, "I sound so dumb,"
2: because <laughs> it always sounds like a villain at first. The- <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my god.